when you get there to think, do I belong here? What am I doing here? More now. Totally out of my own future. But you quickly learn that when you start to have conversations with people, that you've got something in common. I wanted to make sure there's still a future, so all the trails still. I like the idea of taking that first step. I have this idea that the kids these days need to do X, you know, or this uh, one kid in my class can't do Z, and I'm going to make a whole course to make sure it's easy. Uh, whether you're taking this Welcome to EdTrex Rewind. All right, another episode coming your way of the EdTrex Podcast. I'm Quinn Henderson. I'm Matt Winters. It is great to be here, Matt. And it's the end of the year. It is the end of the year. End of this. End of the the calendar year. Yeah, not the end of our season year. Even though we've taken some like gaps in our season. Yeah, or our school year. School year, yeah, because we're about halfway through. At this yeah, point. we're getting halfway through. The holidays are coming up. Yeah, but that means it's time to reflect. It is, and time to look ahead. Yeah, exactly. And that's what this episode's about, right? Looking yeah. back, looking ahead. What do we wish? What do we like? It's weird for me, and especially with people that we meet, like you and I at conferences and things like that. Uh, we only met about a year ago this time. We've only known each other for about 13 months. You know, that's that's crazy. Like, we, we met at like that. Oh my gosh, knowing you has seemed like an eternity. Yeah, it's been It's a, just dragging on. It just drags no, on forever, just kidding, yeah. no. Um No, we, we met at like the, when ELA was going one-to-one. Right, yeah, yeah, just a little over a year ago. Yeah, that was in March 2017. You know, I haven't been keeping track. Like I, yeah, hopefully there's not an anniversary I'm supposed no, to buy no, a gift for or something. No, it's just, it's, it, there's been so much that's happened. There's that's that's, that's why I'm thinking happened. about this is like, it's, it's in a, a year. We've done a lot. You know, we, we have done a lot. And I, I look back at a lot of the things, and I don't want this to like get really sappy, but I, I look back at a lot of the things that have happened <laughs> on a positive way, you know, but it, I look at that and it was really like when you and I started to kind of connect, mm-hmm. we had a lot of the same Shared vision, we had the same passion, and some of the shared frustrations. Too. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not always right? po- positive puppies and rainbows, right? But but looking and just putting it in, in just a general sense is that having somebody there mm-hmm. to kind of share, to vent to, you know, to motivate you, to kind of bounce ideas off of, Agreed. really made a big difference. It's the same, right? I, and so I, I, I thank you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Thank you. That's been great. So, but yeah, let's look back. So what's your favorite memory over last year? Like last oh calendar year since January? Oh, that, that's tough. You know what? I, I think one of the, the highlights for me since January um, was the uh, ISTE. Yeah. Right? Um, what a whirlwind. A yeah. ton of oh, things yeah. going on. Um, but that was the experience. That was the first time we got out together, I feel like, on our own. Yeah. Took, took on and, and we're, we're able to approach the conference in our own ways um, and still support each other through that. But... I learned a lot more. I grew a lot just connecting with people. And I feel like that's where my growth has been over the last year, where it's come from, is connecting with people, connecting with you, right? Where where we just talked about that. I mean, there were several nights in Austin at South by Southwest. It's like 2 a.m. We're like still chatting. Yeah, going out for pizza. Going to get a slice of pizza, right? And so that having that connection just kind of spurred, spurred me forward. And then making a lot of new connections at ISTE, um, with a lot of people and establishing yeah. that network and building my network and it just I just really remember just you were energizing me at that conference. Like I, I, I would go to sessions and like I'd do my thing and like mm-hmm. we'd meet up for like five minutes and you're like, I gotta go like work for Google for like ten minutes or I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go meet up this person from future design school or hey I gotta talk to this person and I and then I'd go to like, you know, 
uh, events at night and things with you and I'd be like you know you'd introduce me to so and so and we get talking and it's just incredible to to see how many people uh, that we kind of look at as like you know the term I hate it by the way I hate this term but edufamous edufamous oh I hate that term <laughs> um, someday you're going to be edufamous oh, man. yeah I know right that's my only goal um <laughs> And so, like, you know, you meet those people and you realize that they're just doing the same thing that you're doing. They want the best thing for the students. They want to learn and engage the same way that you do. Well, and that that's, like, coming back from Chicago at that point. And I think it kind of been building up to that point. But you, you can't help but walk away when you connect with all of those people who are really passionate to think about what you're doing and where you're going. Yeah. Right? And and we all get into education, I believe, with, with really the, the purpose of making a difference. And... It's easy when you're just kind of in the daily routine of things and not not connecting with people to kind of just just status quo, just kind of keep things going yeah. as usual. But but when you're in that situation, like I experienced at ISTE, I was like, I can do more. I feel like I contribute more. That what what aligns with my passions and how does that connect to education and how can I take it forward to hopefully inspire and impact other people? Yeah. And so that kind of holy totally reframed. I think what what my potential was, and what my goal should be. Well, I got, uh, like, and this is from my own personal standpoint, I got a little frustrated at ISTE. Not because <laughs> I was like, I don't like the conference. The conference was great. Meeting people was fantastic. But about the second or third day in, I was like, I'm ready to go back and work. And I, I got frustrated because I wanted to go back and work. I was like, the, the next, the day after I got back, I was in my principal's office talking to him <laughs> like, hey, here's the changes we need to make at the school. Here's what, here's the plan. Here's the ideas I have, blah, blah, blah. I'm prepared to do all of it. Just give me a budget and I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And he went for all of it, which was fantastic. And I spent the rest of my summer really focusing on that and getting it done. And it was, you know, I guess it was a positive frustration of like, I just want to get back on the plane and go home and, and get started with all the things that I've learned. And it's been really cool to see that vision I had of a space and of training and working with people and engaging not just my my school community but my my local community my district community but also you know uh, people in the state and nationally in a way that was really helpful for me. Okay, so ISTE was was really my highlight. Yeah, it doesn't have to be your highlight. Do you have a highlight this year? Was there something that just kind of? Um, there's a couple like. One was NASA. Like I look back on that and going in and helping out with the landing or the the uh, inside launch and like being part of their social media team, which it lands this week, by the way. That's right. March. I know it's like Monday. Yeah, it's. I think it's the 29th, so it's either sometime this week. I have to look it up again. It's been a while since I've looked at it, and just being at, like going backstage and helping out with that and realizing that you know, you know, as a teacher, as somebody with very little social media following, like I can go and do that and meet people from all over the world, all over the country, and engage with like a professional community that is super cool and like kind of have that dream event. But I think the thing that really woke me up was, you know, I got into, I, I used to be a college educator, you know mm -hmm. that, um, taught college for a long time and then switched over to K-12 because um, I wanted to have a bigger impact. And, you know, my first two years teaching, I just kind of got stuck in, I'm in my classroom, I'm gonna apply for my grants, I'm gonna do my thing. I don't really care what's happening. Well, it wasn't that I didn't care. It was that I had to focus on my own stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, and like you said, when you woke up, right? It yeah. It was just kind of like you were in this sleep. You weren't aware of the scope of what was possible. Yeah. Well, and I think where that happened was when I went to South By with you, mm -hmm. which, in the district, um, it really, 
you know, opened my eyes to that there was, there's a whole world out there of people that are working on bettering education outside. It's like an extra government organization. This is an extra district organizations that just kind of help each other and build off of each other. And that there's so many cool things that are happening that I can pay attention to and get engaged with that are not in my building. And right. that we, had really helped out. Well, we talk about that, I think, especially after the South by Southwest experience, that, that really more teachers and educators need to have that experience. Agreed. And, I mean, if you have the opportunity to get out, whether it's ISTE, South by Southwest, get out, connect with other educators. Or even a local conference. A local conference. Start, start there. Yeah. And, and you and I are similar in the fact that we would see those things and we we're like, we want to be a part of it. And we'd invest our own money to go. Yeah. We, we, we didn't wait for the district all the time. Um, to pony up the, the funds to do it, um, but that made all the difference. It was some of the best investment in my own education and development that I could have made. Yeah, well, it's been, you know, from a personal standpoint, I mean, this time last year, I was still working on my second master's, and I've been out from that for a year, and, you know, being able to shoot, make my own path mm-hmm. in what I want to learn about and how I want to learn and kind of taking that breath and going, okay, there's other things that I can do has been really helpful as well, and I think what I've learned from it is that there's that whole world out there, but also like I want to bring teachers to that world. Like you just said, like how can I bring, you know, ISTE or South by Southwest or Q or even like locally, like you set back to my classroom or Utah ed camp back to my classroom and back to my school and share it with the teachers in a way that is productive. Well, you make me think too, a year ago, right? And I was just coming back from the Google Innovator Academy year ago. Yeah. Which to me, that's that's ultimately the I think highlight that was turning point, yeah. of everything. I didn't quite go back far enough, but that was definitely my turning point that launched me. Um, and I, I can't compare anything to that experience. But then building upon it with ISTE uh, from there um, and the connections that I made by having having had that Google Innovator experience put me in a, a whole different community that, that I not, never experienced. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's all just kind of built and snowballed from there, right? Then it leads to me leaving my school district for another opportunity. And, and I mean, everything just keeps building. Yeah, so. and that's kind of how I feel right now, too. I mean, I've had my stumbles, mm-hmm. and I've had my rocky, and that's going to happen to anybody. Absolutely. But being able to, to recognize those things and just keep going forward. I mean, I've got plans for next, next year already and, and trying to figure out what those things are. And some of them are rededications. Like mm-hmm. we talked about earlier or in another episode, like I, I haven't done ed can or ed chats for a while. Right. I mean, I've got to rededicate myself to that and engage with the, the digital community and, and help, help those teachers out, but also receive the help from them too. Well, and it makes me think about a conversation I had with the district leader, not, um, sometime over the course of the last year it's hard to kind of place it <laughs> that's happened but you know that that leader had asked me after i attended the google innovator academy started to have some other experiences kind of like they literally asked me where, where are you going to go what do you want to do and i didn't really have an answer for them and i was kind of happy about that because I, I wanted to say the way things were going i kind of wanted to roll with it and and kind of what i said was i i have no idea kind of where i'm going to end up but as I go down the path, I'm going to look through every door that opens and say, does this make sense? Is this where I want to go? Is this what I'm passionate about? And poke my head in there. Because I didn't want to narrowly focus on like, I want to be this. I want to do yeah. that. Because I, I didn't want to limit my possibility or potential. And I really feel like that's something that's helped me kind of tune in to do things that I that really get me excited, that I care about. Right? Yeah. I didn't feel like I had to take an opportunity well, I think that's why you and I, I know you were relevant against it too. The idea of like the edu famous, like right. that terminology is the goal isn't to be famous or have 
some sort of like accolades from the community. It's about creating real change in the community that you're in, whether it be like in the classroom educators or in a district or being one of these groups that comes into a district to help out with it or to work at conferences or even just, you know, one-on-one personally, like you want to have that real change that helps someone out. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Well, it is. I mean, you're doing something that you, you just enjoy. Yeah. Right. That's, I think key, but you, like you said, just that it's, it's something that you feel like you're making a difference. And I think that's different for everybody. Agreed. And so really what, what I get value out of or what I feel like I'm contributing with is going to be different than somebody else. And that, and that's kind of what I tell teachers that when I talk to them about like what we're doing and like how they could respond to what they want to do is go find that thing. I mean, for me right now, it's it's kind of one of the things that I've, I've got plans for, and this is uh, jumping into the second part of the conversation. That's okay. Is uh, getting into filmmaking. I've always wanted to do filmmaking, and it's something that I'm, I'm working towards. And talking to teachers, I say, find your thing. Find, find the thing that really makes you excited to do your job, whether it be, you know, curriculum design or technology integration or... Um, even just mentoring or or just working with a student and like doing that one-on-one uh, design uh, work with them. I mean, it's just a matter of finding that thing that is exciting for you as a teacher. Well, we talked about this, I think, in, in another episode that we recorded, but, you know, I, that's what led me to where I'm at, right? Yeah. So I, I reflect back on all the experiences that I've had this year, what got me excited the most, what I look forward to the most, and and where I just felt most alive were, were my interactions that I had with Future Design School, and that's why I joined that team. And I think your advice is really, really, like, perfect. And it doesn't have to be career-related, right? You can no. just go, I just want to be the best teacher yeah. uh, okay. I can possibly be on, on this. And what am I going to do to work there? Or I want this to create this epic experience over the course of a semester. I just want to do this, and that will make me feel alive. Yeah. Um, and make me feel like I'm, I'm doing different. And it doesn't have to have anything with accolades. I mean, there's no. so many people that chase teacher of the year. Or, teacher of the year. Or, or or best teacher in the school. Or, or promotion or, or whatever. And it, it's it's not about that. It, I mean, the disappointment for me comes when I don't get the opportunity to help teachers. Mm-hmm. When I don't get the opportunity to make real change. and Or when real change is, is ignored. And that, that really is problematic for me. Well, I think, too. Maybe it's, maybe it's one of those things, like, I've, I've always wanted to write a book, right? Yeah. And you get excited about thinking about the possibility of writing a book, and, and just do it. Take yeah. the step. Do it, right? We're going to write a book, aren't we? Someday, yeah. Yeah, you'll write one, I'll write one. Yeah, we'll help each other out of them. Yeah. Give us a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, thinking... <laughs> That's thinking, not this next year. <laughs> no. Well, who knows, right? So so what's your goal this year? My goal this year... Um, Coming up. Boy, you know, I'm, I'm right in the middle of, of transitioning into something new. Um, but more than anything, my goal, I guess, if you were to look at it... And I haven't thought about this, so this is good. Put me on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Is I want to I connect with more educators. I want to I understand more what people are doing in education throughout really all throughout North America. I want to understand education better on a deeper level. Yeah. And then I want, to, I want to connect that to where, where it might be going. And I want to help teachers and educators and school leaders get there. And, you know, and I want to do that really through my, my role now with Future Design School. I get the opportunity to do that. And that's what drives me is, is helping people change, you know, change their way of thinking to solve big challenges, to solve big problems. I think that's number one on my list. Um, I've got the other podcast that will be coming up, Future Design School podcast. That means not, you still have to listen to this one first. 
right? It's going to be um, rad. I've previewed a couple of yeah. episodes, and it's cool. I'm, I'm really excited about that. I'm excited about the opportunity to connect with people that might have some insight into what that future looks like, into whatever it is that they do, yeah. right? And then, then hopefully people get to think about, well, what am I doing as a teacher or in education about preparing students for that future? Or whatever field they're in. Right. I mean, you're not, with that other podcast, you're not limited to just education. It's, it's what what the future is going to look like for any of us, which right now, I mean, looking at the news and things like that, a lot of people are scared. It's uncertain. And I think there's a certain level of hope about the future. When when you start talking, like as far as you've explained some of the interviews to me, it's, Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh yeah, there's, there's hope there that people can do something cool. And I, so I want to, so basically that's, I think leveraging my voice, right? I guess I think that's how I'd sum it up in the future. Leverage my voice, whether it's through the podcast, whether it's more opportunities to speak, and present to teachers, um, that's what I'm going to do. So maybe, you know, I get an opportunity to present at more conferences to share those ideas, but I guess my goal over the next year would be uh, use my voice, raise my voice, and see if I can make change that way. Yeah, that's really cool. I think that that as a central tenet of, like, your future experience, I think that's a, a great idea. Just how can I amplify my voice, but also share my voice with as many people as possible and hopefully make some real change with those people and, and their, their stories as well. How can I amplify their stories? Well, I think that's what drives it more than anything is, yeah. is not, not, it's not my story. That's going to make the difference. It's, it's the teachers that are out there right now really impacting education. It's like yeah. me telling your story of, of developing a makerspace that you use the design thinking process with or to create professional development that's making an impact, right? Yeah. That's the, those are the stories that I think will make a change. It's just using my voice as a tool to tell other stories on how they're making a difference. Yeah. That's, that'll be my focus. That's really cool. I'm, I'm excited for so it. So now, now we got to understand, what's your goal over the next year? So in a year from now, what are we saying? <laughs> did, did we hit our goals or, uh, or are we with making me, a difference? With me, I don't know. Uh, because I look at you right now, yeah. with everything that's happened over the last year, I, I look at, you're just on this trajectory, right? And I can see a number of things for you um, <laughs> in the next year. I mean, you could be doing incredible things in the classroom. You could be leading all kinds of different things. But what, what is it that is driving you? Well, right now, like it, it kind of follows a similar thread of years, which is I want to tell teachers stories. I want to... I think there's a... like. And this is going into a lot of threads. I'm not sure I'm ready to like really talk about it yet because I'm kind of oh taking, right exactly because well, I don't want to like make promises on well things. we don't want to do any spoilers for upcoming episodes exactly yeah but like the idea is is like there's so much going on in education right now but it's so isolated and we have a tendency to go well we think this works or research tells us that it works and there's a statistical model there. Or this isn't working. Or one of my favorite ones is, you know, teacher, uh, favorite examples, not one of my favorite things that happens. One of my favorite examples is that we have so many, like, statistics about how many teachers leave the profession and go do something else, especially in the state of Utah. Like, we just have such a high rate of teachers leaving. and But there's no discussion as to why that happens, um, I, at least beyond the, like, the statistical level. There's a discussion there, but there's no, like, individual, like, let's go out and talk to these teachers one-on-one and actually interview them, see what's working, see what's not working, why they're leaving, why are they staying, and understanding those those personal narratives and focusing in on that and really highlighting those positions. And then on top of that, like I said earlier about filmmaking, like, figuring out how to present these stories in a easily digestible way 
that people can really get into, whether it be through, you know, a platform like YouTube or Netflix or something like that, or just like simply sharing them on a website. Um, but how do we get those stories out to people so that they actually want to engage with the conversation um, in a kind of easy to digest way? Well, I think you're really onto something because they think about the possibility and the power of film. Yeah. And I mean, that's another way to amplify your voice, like you said. But education is something that like everybody has in common. You don't yeah. have to be a teacher or an education to connect with it, right? No. You're, you're in the community. You had some kind of experience, your education experience, your higher education experience. You know somebody that's in education as a career or profession. You have students that are in the system or kids that are in the system. So I think it's really something that everybody connects with. But but like you said, I think it's I think it there's a lot of opportunity to get that insight and that information out there more about what is going on to help prepare it for what it needs to be. Yeah, and whether it's it's kind of the negative end of it, which is why teachers are leaving or uh, why test scores are low or something like that, to the positive end, which is you know what are teachers doing that's correct? What are what was innovation actually look like, or how can we integrate you know something exotic like three D printing into a K six classroom that's really cool? But sometimes it's those hard or less positive stories that that kind of bring light into something, right? Yeah. Um, so that might might inspire people to make a difference. Exactly. Um, or take a different approach, or look at things a little bit differently. Yeah. So or realize that maybe in their role it's not as bad as it could be in other roles. I mean, there's just there's so much possi- possibility. And I, I think you're, I really like that you're not just saying, oh, let's just go highlight all the good in education. Yeah. You know, there's got to be a balance. we got to understand the whole story uh, before we can really try to write what it looks like in the future. Yeah, it's been really interesting for me to think about this project and like kind of frame it for myself because I'm thinking about how how we as educators, you always hear like, we're such a caring profession. You've heard that, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. right? But at the same time, like how we talk about education, particularly at like a district level or like an admin level, is very caring professional agnostic. It's let's look at the data, let's look at the statistics. It's not let's let's go out and talk about the personal interest story or let's let's look at why that person left or understand how that's working because that's a difficult conversation. That creates, it, it doesn't allow for an easily countable number. Right, yeah, you really have all these, these thoughts going through my head, right? You find one of those situations where a school or a district is like looking at those numbers, but really how do you go in and, and capture that? Like yeah. in, your, in your sense, you know, on film, but how do you even get those leaders to open up to say, hey, yeah. I wanna document this. And, and so I see all kinds of challenges there, but it's the story that needs to be told. Yeah. Right, that's the story that you don't see that could really change everything. Well, I, I, you know, where this comes from too, from my standpoint is, you know, there's we spend so much time and energy as a culture examining, you know, athletes and scientists to some degree, or like movie stars or even chefs, but we don't spend any time really looking at the people that should be the most formative in our lives other than our parents. You're saying this right now. I've got an idea. I'm not going to put it out on the podcast, <laughs> but but it's something that might be really appealing along along those lines that really helps tell that story. So remind me after cool. the, the podcast. But to, yeah, that's, where I, that's, that that's what my thought process is right now. And that's something that I really want to gear up and do over the next you know four to six months and, and hopefully have something out before the summer 
like to be search summer. Yeah, I think there's a lot of potential there. I'm really excited about it now. I'm like, I, yeah. I think that there is definitely something there. So, what about, okay, so what about we, we kind of transition to this. Where do we see just education in general in the next year or so? Personally, I hope that I, I hope that juggernauts like Google and Microsoft and Apple continue to drop prices on stuff and make it more accessible for teachers. Um, you know, like I, I, you know, the new iPad came out in September and it was like 400 bucks or something like that for education and like super expensive. And, you know, just in the last like week or so, they've dropped the price down to 250. I mean, that's, that's a little bit more acceptable for teachers, but dropping the prices and getting into the classroom and showing that, that the, the possibilities of that and how that works in the classroom, I think that's going to be, I hope education continues down that path. Um, I really, like, one of the things that I came across this year that I was super enthusiastic about was um, there's a company out of England who's doing, like, 360-degree experiences for students. Like, the entire room is, like, projected walls that the students can actually touch and they can play with with, with IR projectors. And they are working with smell and sound and feel and all these different things. And especially at, like, a kindergarten to, like, third grade level, how that could change their perceptions of how stories are created is, is limitless. I mean, I just love that idea of, of creating a sensory experience for students that they won't forget. And I think that's going to be, I hope that that continues as a trend as well. Yeah, I would, I would totally jump on board with that. Technology more accessible, advancing technology, leveraging the technology that's being developed to improve the student experience. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, that, I think we'll see a big shift in a lot of that over the next year. You know, one of the things that I would hope over the next year, I, I keep going back to kind of testing. Yeah. Right? So I, I would love to see, and I feel like they're, they're right, we're right at the edge in education to making a big shift or a big leap one direction, right? And I really hope that it, it, it starts to shift more on really students' ability to create. Agreed. More, more than anything, right? And so getting teachers and schools to understand that there are things that we can do to assess and evaluate how students are creating and going through that whole process. And there's more just creativity to leverage and, and create around education. And then it's not just the test. Assessment does not through. mean multiple choice questions or short exactly. answer. Exactly. So yeah. really preparing those, those kids for um, whatever exists in the future for them, right? So I, I've yet to get to a job and on the first day of the job, they're like, okay, now fill out this test right? Or do this test. I've been thrown a problem or a challenge or, you know, I'm just kind of thrown out there. And so, so I, I would love to see more of a shift. Um, and I hope to see more of a shift away from that and towards more, more creativity and, Agreed. and creation for the students. So. And I think that's a really important thing to think about is how can we integrate creation more into the classroom and engage with, with students. I would love to see more like over the next couple of years, more expansion of, teachers at these events too. I think that's the biggest oh, thing. Yeah. Going back, like certainly all the way back to the beginning of the conversation, I'd love to see South by Southwest get so big, EDU week get so big that they can't sell tickets to it anymore. It's just bursting, or, right? Or ISTE or like USET or like all the conferences I've gone to or like kind of like the experience I've had with grants. Like so many people are applying to do these that you literally can't buy a ticket. Like it becomes almost like Coachella. <laughs> like you can't get a ticket to it because it's so... Like everyone's so engaged, and 
that would be my like I would love yeah. to see that. Oh, absolutely! Teachers just like so so ready to learn and get more and have that experience because it's affecting them and their students. Yep. Creating that kind of demand, absolutely. So it's, they have to start to think like, how do we bring this experience to even more people, or or take it on tour? Exactly. Right in an arena near you. How do I, how do I bring it back to my school? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Very cool. Some very cool stuff to think yeah. about, right? What a, what an amazing year, but I think the next year is going to be even yeah. more amazing. And going to some of the similar conferences, like just the small things, like I'm going to USAT, I'm going to Q, I'm going to uh, ISTE in the summer. Like I've already applied for the grants I'm going to do over the summer. Right. Fingers yeah. crossed I'll be on a boat for two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about your adventures. But you know what? When we're out of those conferences, you know, follow us on Twitter, um, yeah. and we'll let you know where we're at. And, and reach out. We'd love to connect yeah. with people. And hear about hey, maybe, things that you're doing. Maybe you can wind up on a podcast. Right, and be edgy famous. <laughs> <laughs> Good way to bring it back there. Right, absolutely. So, hey, great conversation. Yeah, we'll Best be, of luck in the future. Awesome. We'll be back with new episodes in the uh, calendar year. That's after, right. After January 1st. More coming. We'll talk about um, who knows what at that point. Anything. I, I know we've got something future. with data coming up. That's right. We've got somebody that wants to talk, come and talk about data with us. Yeah, we'll data bring in future. more guests. Yeah. Share more of our opinions. It'll be good. Yep. So looking forward to it. Best of luck, Matt. Best of luck to you too. If you want to check us out, I'm at Teacher Winners on Twitter. I'm at Q Henderson. And we'll see you next time. See ya.